Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, I, I think in looking at it, and again, that, that, that was a decision with Alabama at four. Florida State is a different team than they were through the first 11 weeks. Uh, Coach Norvell, their players, their fans, you know, uh, an incredible season. But as you look at who they are as a team right now, uh, without Jordan Travis, without the offensive dynamic that he brings to it, they are a different team. And, and the committee voted uh, Alabama 4 and Florida State 5. Welcome back to the Open Your Drive. I'm Kerry Davis, joined by Brooke Grimsley. And that voice you heard was college football playoff committee chair Boo Corrigan talking about FSU and why they're not in. And we go to our celebrity line and have CBS Sports college football insider Dennis Dodd joining us. Dennis, you heard the audio. What did you make of the decision to not allow Florida State, despite being undefeated conference champions, uh, into the college football playoffs? It's 18 hours later and I'm still uh, upset. I, I called it an abomination on our air yesterday. Um, yeah, and, I, and I'm just waking up to, after everything that happened yesterday, checking the AP poll that um, has Florida State fourth and Alabama uh, fifth, uh, and it's not even close by the votes from what I'm looking at. Every playoff predictor, whatever those are, had Florida State in there. And when did, excuse me, but when did Florida State become uh, North Alabama? Mm. Uh, I, I have a problem. And I was in Atlanta all weekend for the SEC title game. It's been going on for years. This kind of groups think that the SEC plays football and everybody else is playing Frisbee golf. We're not talking about TCU or Cincinnati or Lindenwood or something like that. We're talking about Florida State, a national program with a wounded quarterback. Flip the tables on this, guys. Had Alabama gotten to this point, and used a second- or third-string quarterback to get to the end to go undefeated. It would have been the best story in the country. Instead, they've weaponized it against Florida State. This should be a reason why they're in. Um, I know it looked ugly offensively, but that defense is national caliber. And, and so I'm I, I'm just upset at the whole thing. I agree with you 100%. And I think you, you – Take away the quarterback, obviously. That was a it's a true freshman starting his first game. But look at what the team was able to do despite that. You're you're on your third quarterback, you're able to win. And there all points, all signs point to uh Rodemaker being able to play in the play in the playoff games had they been in. So I don't know how that doesn't get taken into consideration. Well, you know who else played with a third string quarterback, looked t- terrible doing it, um, and won by double digits. Alabama in week three against USF. It kept, that was by choice. Mm-hmm. They benched Jalen Milrow. And it, it's, you know, it's, a, it's almost American culture. We remember what happened five minutes ago. We don't remember, or they don't remember, apparently, that Alabama lost the game. First of all, in college football, you lose a game in the BCS era since 1998. You don't have room to argue. You may, you may get in, 
but you don't have room to argue because you lost the game. Unbeaten is unbeaten, at least at the top, not not at Liberty's level. That's another discussion. <clears throat> but uh, this has never happened before. No major conference champion that's gone undefeated has ever been left out in the CFT era. And the last time it happened was 2004 uh, in the old BCS when Auburn went 13-0 and and was let, left out. And I was there. I remember Tommy Tuberville going through the press box canvassing AP voters to try to get a split national championship. You saw the shock that Florida State was in yesterday. Um, this is everything we're taught growing up, playing peewee football, baseball, everything. Hey, if you win them all, you get a trophy or you get access. They didn't get access. I, I, I don't care if Alabama looks better now. You're a major conference champion. This is the Atlantic Coast Conference. This isn't something else. So I'm rambling. Go ahead. (laughs) No, you're fine, because I think there's a lot of people who agree with you, and there's a reason why this has become such a big national conversation. In your opinion, Dennis, which were the four most deserving teams and which were the best four teams? Because that's what it seems like everybody keeps going back and forth with is the difference in that. Well, look, let's, let's go by the protocol. Um, let's go by the protocol of the, uh, the uh, committee itself. That's very selective and the language is very vague. Um, you know, best team, not in focus, uh, of players being, being injured. Uh, when it's close at the margins, you're supposed to break the, you're supposed to break the uh, tie by championships. One, well, it was tied there. Um, schedule strength about tied there and head to head. So Texas has to get in, uh, Texas has the head-to-head over Alabama. I don't know what the reward is from Texas. Anyway, in answer to your question, I had Washington first, Michigan second, and I don't think it's close. Well, Washington played more ranked teams and was more impressive, and that's why they played those close games. Uh, Texas third and Florida State fourth. Um, And I, I felt vindicated, again, just looking at the AP poll. This is what the majority of the nation's sports writers who cover the cover the game thing. Dennis, did uh, Michael Penix solidify himself as the Heisman Trophy winner uh, with that win over Oregon this weekend? You know what? I thought he did. And then as I, I posted something Friday night. Oh, it's a jumble, you know, now that uh, Bo Nix has dropped out. Because I thought Bo Nix was the front runner at that mm-hmm. point. That's just my thought. And I oh, no, no, no. Um, no, I think it's Dan. I think it's Jaden Daniels. I think he won the award sitting on the couch. Wow. Because his numbers are so uh, impressive. Um, and I know they've lost three three games. But I think since 2007, I just wrote it, so I can't remember. I think there have been at least three players that have won the trophy with three losses, including Tim Tebow. But consider this. He's the first player in history to throw for 12,000 yards and rush for 3,000. Mm-hmm. 1,100 of those came this year. 46 total touchdowns. This is really Joe Burrow type stuff. And you wonder if if LSU had a defense at all, they'd be in one of these top four. That was a really, really good offensive team. So uh, I, I, I believe uh, it's going to be Jaden Daniels and somewhat of a runaway, frankly, right now. Just another question about you with Florida State. Do you think that the outcome or the results would have been different for the committee if Jordan Travis was healthy and say that they did finish undefeated like they have and Alabama did beat Georgia? Do you think that it would have been a different outcome? I do, but look, again, it, it's duplicitous and hypo- hypocritical. They're not taking Alabama's uh, – they, they did the exact, almost the exact same thing. They just happen to be healthy now. The idea is not, well, Florida State can't win a game in this 
in this uh, in this tournament. The idea is to reward them for going unbeaten. You know, they they can't win a game. Well, that's not the point. You know, we go we go through eye tests and most deserving. Here's here's the point that nobody's bringing up. Uh, is it just me, or I like to see those that committee be held accountable? Let's see their votes. That's mm-hmm. not an outlandish request, is it? Every AP voter is allowed to release their vote every week. The coaches release their votes at the end of the year. Guys, I, I keep harping on this. This is the most um, clandestine, secret way to select a champion that there's really ever been. Uh, at least in the BCS, I, I, I went back and looked at the rankings a couple of days ago. I saw the numbers. They were out there. I didn't pretend to understand them. But at least there it was. That's how the sausage was made. I, I think it's outrageous. And I... I I would advise, I don't know, Florida State, their AD, ask uh, Bill Hancock and the CFC, can we see what everybody voted in the top 25? Mm-hmm. They're, they're literally worried about hurting feelings, um, people getting yelled at on social media. Uh, if you don't want to do it, don't want to do it. You're behind closed doors. Everybody talks about anonymous people on the Internet. That's kind of what these people are. You know, They dispersed to the four wins today. We don't know how they vote. We don't know how it went in the room. Yeah. Well, Dennis, I also want to ask you about, since we're talking about Florida State being penalized, why wasn't Michigan penalized for their cheating scandal? I know that there's a lot more that goes into the NCAA and stuff, but still, do you think that Michigan should have been penalized for their cheating scandal when you're looking at how the committee selected things? Well, uh, Boo Corrigan, the chairman, was asked that directly, and he and uh, Bill Hancock, the executive director, was asked that directly. Oh, it's only football. You know, it's only football. Now, again, uh, innocent until proven guilty, but the Big Ten thought there was something there. They suspended, um, you know, uh, Jim Harbaugh for three games, and I think I think Michigan I, I think Michigan's got as good a chance to win this thing as anybody. This is has a chance to be his best team, Michigan's best team ever, if you think about it. If they win a championship, but there are shadows hanging over the program. There are doubts. He gets to the to the CFP having missed half the season because of suspensions. Talking about Jim Harbaugh. That shouldn't reflect on the kids necessarily, but I think it's worth at, worth asking the question. Michigan was two and four in the COVID year, and two and four at two and four, uh, Jim Harbaugh's job was in danger. You know, since then they've taken off and won three Big Ten titles, and that kind of jives with the time, the Connor Stallion's timeline. He kind of came on and had an influence. Now, again, I, I've written this, I've said it. This whole thing is like Nixon with Watergate. They didn't have to cheat. Hmm. Nixon won the election by 29 points. What was he doing? Michigan, Michigan would be 13-0 and 0 had Connor Stallions never been born. It's just the hubris and the arrogance of trying to get one step better than everybody else. So um, I'm not willing to help hold that against them, especially the kids, um, especially since the, the, the Big Ten was so down this year. It was the Big, it was the big Two and the Little Twelve. <laughs> oh, Dennis, I'm in the line. That hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Mizzou was selected for the Cotton Bowl. They will play Ohio State. News broke this morning that Ohio State's quarterback, Kyle McCord, will be entering the transfer portal. How likely is it that Mizzou gets a win versus Ohio State, and how important is it for them to win that game? This is a shock to Ohio State. This is the biggest transfer portal news of this round to date. Um, Kyle McCord, the entrenched starter, something's going on there, whether they've fallen in love with Devin Brown, the backup is more of a runner, not as good of a thrower. Uh, they may have, they may have already made their decision to go into the portal and get someone and recruit over Kyle McCord. But 
whoever's going to play, uh, you know, what is it, three weeks, four weeks to prepare, I think this plays in the Mizzou's hands. Uh, Kyle, Kyle McCord threw for 3,100 yards and 24 touchdowns. Now, was he C.J. Stroud? No, but we kind of knew that going in. He was not Justin Fields. And I thought they accounted, he and they accounted for themselves well against Michigan. It was a third straight loss and everything that goes with it. I get that. So that was a smash-mouth football game decided by a couple of turnovers, both by Kyle McCord, by the way. But I didn't know he was unhappy. I thought he was going to be the starter going forward. So a little bit of upheaval at uh, at Ohio State, and I, I do think it plays in the Missouri's hands. Dennis, thank you so much. We appreciate your time and joining us, especially getting up so early on the West Coast. We look forward to having you on later on, hopefully this uh, this football playoffs, talking about a Missouri win. You bet. One more point here. Um, I should say what happened yesterday will never happen again with the 12-team playoffs because yes. everybody who gets in will get in. So it's just a talking point at this point, for better or worse. But uh, they went out the wrong way. I, I agree whole, wholeheartedly. Thank you, Dennis. We appreciate it. Thank you. That was CBS Sports College Football Insider Dennis Dodd joining us.